Good morning, and welcome to another episode of Crime Over Coffee. We're your hosts. I'm Erica. And I'm Abby. And today I'm going to tell you about the bodies that have been found at Lake Mead. So pour yourselves a strong cup of joe and let's dive in. We will continue on with our content for this week's episode shortly, but first we wanted to take a moment to let you know about an opportunity to listen to even more Crime Over Coffee content. By signing up for our Patreon, you can receive ad-free episodes and additional content. To check out this opportunity and sign up for the Crime Over Coffee Patreon, visit www.patreon.com slash crimeovercoffeepod. Thank you again for all of your support. As many of you have probably heard this year, Um, There have been a number of bodies found at Lake Mead. And so I decided to kind of cover the situation. It's still unfolding. um, And we're recording this August 29th. So just know that my information is up to date to this point. So when this gets released, there might be more. But this is where we're at right now. Lake Mead is a large reservoir and it was formed by the Hoover Dam. It is located in Black Canyon, approximately 30 miles east of Las Vegas, Nevada, in the Mojave Desert, and it is in both Arizona and Nevada. When this lake is full and not depleting, it is the largest reservoir in the United States. It extends 65 miles from the Hoover Dam to Pierce Ferry, and at its greatest width, it's 9.3 miles, and its shoreline is 550 miles in length. So, huge body of water. It apparently provides, again, when it's full, provides water to 40 million people, as, has, as it has been pretty popular in the news this year. Um, it's been drying up, and this is due to a combination of climate change and a sphere of drought that has been happening in that area or that region of the U.S. And it's actually at its lowest level since it had been when they created it in 1937. And as you could imagine, when a body of water is drying up to this extent, a lot of stuff is coming up or coming out that was hidden prior. And this has been happening in all kinds of areas. I saw specifically one that I'm thinking of in Texas. I can't remember what body of water it was, but it had um, dried up enough. They actually found some like ancient dinosaur tracks that were fossilized or preserved, which is really cool. And um, along with what we're talking about today, Lake Mead, over the course of it drying up, they've also found like a sunken vessel from World War II which is really cool too. Um, So we're finding some cool artifacts, some cool history, but we're also finding bodies. And that's not entirely surprising. We've covered many cases where people go missing or their bodies are dumped in bodies of water. People drown, there's accidents. And so like I said, it's, it's not uncommon but at the rate that it's drying up and we're finding these numbers of remains is a little odd and a little uncommon. So much so that's been making national news. 
Something I'll just mention up front in regards to Lake Mead, between 2007 and last year, apparently nearly 100 people have drowned here, and that is a number that's higher than any other reported cause of death at this park or in this area. So drowning is relatively common, but they're also finding bodies that maybe had a more sinister end. The first body that was found was found on May 1st, 2022. It was found around 3 p.m. And basically what had happened is some rangers had come across an area where the water had been receding and they see a 50-gallon drum. And this was in the Hemingway Harbor. And what they soon realized in looking in the drum is that there's actually a body inside of it. Now, something to note about this area, it does operate the largest private marina in the U.S., so it is a highly traveled area. Um, It's not off the beaten path at all. And they'd seen the drum kind of in the mud, and I did see an article that said at the time that it likely was put in the water, it might have been submerged in nearly 100 feet of water. So, in theory that would have been hidden if somebody were doing somebody were trying to hide a body. What they are able to determine is that this body was that of a male who died from a gunshot wound in the 1970s or 80s. And they're kind of able to develop this time frame based on the shirt, belt and shoes that the person was wearing. Something that was noted about this the circumstances of this gentleman's death was that it seemed to be very representative of a mob execution at this time period. It seemed very execution style and hiding bodies in these gallon drums and sinking them in some type of body of water was very common in murders involved with the mob. They also supposedly found a gun located near where this body was found too. Um, They're not able to determine as of now, at least, if that's connected. And, you know, again, it's it's really not uncommon to find guns <laughs> sunk in bodies of water either. So it's, it's undetermined if that's really connected or not, but it is something to note. And something I wanted to talk about that I came across, and this is very much not proven, and I think it's a lot of just circumstantial people think this because of the situation but there are a lot of people who believe that this body belongs to that of Johnny Papas he was involved in the mob and in gambling and the casino life and he had had some type of issue with this uh this other gentleman named well his like mob name was Tony the Ant but Anthony Spilotro and at the time, like I said, they were having issues. And Johnny Papas, he was from Chicago and he had some connections to the mob. And he had some ties with Las Vegas Hilton and Caesars Palace casinos in Las Vegas. And as I mentioned, this lake is very close to there. And additionally, he managed Lake Meads Echo Bay Resort. And he had a boat that was docked on Lake Mead. So Johnny Papas had gone missing in August of 1976, and it's reported that on the day that he disappeared, he actually told his wife that he was going to meet somebody who might have been interested in buying his boat. 
And from that, he was never seen again. So circumstantially, it's you, you can see the connections there. But as I said, it was never proven. The next body that was found was found on May 7th, still in 2022. Lynette and Lindsay Melvin were at Lake Mead on this day, on May 7th, and they were going there to paddleboard to kind of explore around. I guess they had said they were looking for a beaver dam. Um, Pretty typical, you know, lake stuff. And unfortunately, unfortunately for them... (laughs) They did not find a beaver dam, but what they did find around 2 p.m. was skeletal remains of a man. And what Lynette had said is that she saw a bone and they kind of were like, is it human? So they kind of dug around, they saw a skull and they're like, yep. And so they contacted authorities who came by and um, the body was found on the northwestern side of the lake at Calville Bay. And they were able to determine, like I said, that it was a gentleman and that he was believed to be between the age of 23 and 38. Um, They were trying to identify him through DNA. But of course, you know, with the conditions and being in the lake, it was kind of tough. They also had been trying to connect some of these people that had gone missing to people who were reported missing at Lake Mead throughout the past X number of years. I'm not sure how far they went back, but I would also hope that they're comparing the remains to all missing people. Because that's a good point. <laughs> we know people can go missing in one spot and be dumped in another place, and we've had serial killers or murderers in the past that have crossed state lines before. Good for them for also like for mainly focusing on people that they know have gone missing at Lake Mead. But I think that the search should be widened to any missing persons case. It'd be weird if they were taking remains and trying to compare them to another set of remains that were already labeled to John Doe. Yeah, I would agree. I think they were initially trying to do this just to maybe try to, before they had a DNA sample, to try to look and compare and see who it could possibly be to narrow down that search. But that's a good point. I mean, anybody who's getting murdered and dumped in this lake likely didn't go missing at the lake. I mean, I'm sure it it could have happened, but they likely were brought in from somewhere else where they were actually murdered. So this would be more for people who drowned or had gone hiking and something happened or something like, something like that, probably. So they keep trying to figure out who these remains might belong to. And just about a month ago, they released that these remains belong to Thomas Ernst. As I mentioned before the break, the remains that were found on May 7th were identified as Thomas Ernt. He was a 42-year-old man that had gone missing on August 2nd, 2002. So what had happened is that he had been boating at Lake Mead with some of his family members and his daughter, Tina Bushman, who was 14 years old at the time, was there and she gave some information regarding his disappearance. And what had happened is Thomas had jumped into the the water to swim, basically. And I guess something happened and the waves were just a bit much and he was unable to get back to the boat. And he ended up he ended up passing away by drowning and they weren't able to help him. And so they were able to confirm this DNA by sampling DNA from his family members. And 
something that I wanted to mention that Tina said was that when all this came up, it was it was really sad because they had to kind of relive it, but they're finally getting that closure. And I guess Thomas really loves Lake Mead and like when he was going to pass away before he wanted his ashes to be spread there. So they have his remains and that's what their plan is to do. The next set of remains that we find is on July 25th and August 6th. And remains were found on both these days in a very similar area. And um, it is possible that they are from the same person. So what had happened is on July 25th, park visitors had um, in the afternoon came across some remains at Boulder Beach. And this was a pretty popular area, popular shoreline that people would go to swim at or boat or hang out. They alert authorities who come by. And then just about a week later on August 6th, like I mentioned, they found more remains in the same area. And so they do kind of believe that they might be connected, but they haven't completely connected them officially quite yet. From these remains, they have not been able to determine any identifying features, whether that be uh, male or female or age or cause of death or anything like that. So they are still looking into these remains to see if they can get any information that would hopefully lead to identifying them. And then this brings us to the last set of remains that have been found up to the point of us recording. And this happened just a little over a month ago. And these ones are found around 8 p.m. in kind of the same general area as the prior ones. And they were found in the water by a visitor that was at Lake Mead. And so the police dive team came in and they recovered them. And again, we don't have a lot of information about these remains at all. Um, They're still looking to identify them and maybe try to get some key features or cause of death or something that would lead to the discovery of the identity of these people that have gone missing. And I just wanted to kind of cover this because I think it is quite an interesting series of events that we're seeing as a result of droughts and climate change and, you know, discovering more of these bodies. And hopefully with how advanced DNA has gotten the past, you know, 20 years, we can kind of identify some of these people. And, you know, I do wonder sometimes how many cold cases there are that would be the situation that we would never would have found if this unfortunate situation of the lake drying up didn't occur. As this um, continues to unfold, we will keep you guys updated. I know I'm going to be following it because I'm very curious. And like I mentioned earlier, this finding these bodies is a more sinister thing that's been popping up from, from the drought. Uh, I recommend looking into some of the other discoveries that have been made. Like I mentioned, the dinosaur tracks and the World War II vessel. It is really interesting. And it's I always think it's cool to see how these kind of things can be preserved in the water. Obviously, you know, like the Titanic is the big one. But there are you can go down a deep hole of shipwrecks, even just in the Great Lakes. There are so many and they're also kind of cool to like sometimes you can see them from like Google Earth through the water, which is really cool too. Um, But 
this was something I kind of came across when I was looking into people that had gone missing in national parks, believe it or not. We all know I'm really fascinated by that. But either way, like I said, we'll keep you guys posted. And thank you for listening. Thanks to listening to this week's episode of Crime Over Coffee. You can find us on Instagram at Crime Over Coffee or on Facebook at Crime Over Coffee Podcast, where all of our photo and video content for each episode can be found. You can also email us your thoughts and case suggestions at crimeovercoffeepod at outlook.com. All of our sources can be found in the show notes for each episode. If you would like, you can support us by going to anchor.fm slash crimeovercoffee. You can also support us by recommending us to friends and family, giving us a good review on Apple Podcasts, or subscribing to us on your favorite podcast listening platform. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.